Welcome to the Spicy Boys Podcast. Let's get spicy. Welcome back, everybody. We're on the Spicy Boys podcast, episode 47. Coming yep. at you. Coming at you live. Coming at you live. High def audio. Straight out of... Straight out of... 10.1. Uh, straight out of Compton, a.k.a. Uh, Brad's studio. You're on the, uh, in the ATX. Spicy Boys studio. Up in Hyde Park. An undisclosed neighborhood exactly yeah you, you just told them what neighborhood it was no it's big enough it's big enough <laughs> yeah it's bigger, uh, it's bigger than look, you think look, yeah. look for the glowing light <laughs> that's true you'll find this follow the glowing light mm-hmm. um what's today saturday yeah. yeah afternoon afternoon this is one of our few afternoon podcasts yeah mm-hmm. start drinking already day drinking I feel like these are some of our better podcasts is when we do the afternoon. Day drinking is respectable. Oh yeah, it no is. one, no nobody judge. Yeah, that's why God created mimosas. There you go. Did he create mimosas? I mean, he created everything. Right? Well, one good point. <laughs> one, God doesn't exist. <laughs> Two, wow, way to way to spoil everything for us, Jeff. So I'm sorry for all of our. Uh, I mean, I just, I just, yeah. Where we lost like six people. Yeah. how We just alienated half of our fan base with that comment. But hey, you know what? You do you. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. You got to believe in something. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I, you know, I believe in having a good time. And movies and beer. The cinema is, was that your church is a cinema? No, my church is a cinema and film is my religion. That's a Darren Aronofsky quote. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to tell us that. <laughs> okay, so well, the wise words. Get, I wise didn't want to get in trouble uh, for plagiarism. Like, uh, who's God then? To you, it's Aronofsky. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Would I say Aronofsky or would I like go throw it back to like John Luke Goddard or somebody like that? Well, it's, okay, you can pick God and you can pick Jesus and Mary. <laughs> so. Who would you want me to like build you a nativity scene yeah, of yeah. all of my favorite filmmakers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who would be God? The top of you know the creator of. Okay, I got it now. So God would probably be, um, oh man, uh, Akira Kurosawa. Okay, and then not white. Okay, <laughs> what does that have to do with anything? Nothing. I'm just I'm just pointing it out, making an observation. Exactly. Uh, Jesus would probably be um, Aronofsky. Okay. Mary would be Greta Gerwig. <laughs> of course. This is the most of course. Jesus uh, Christ. This this conversation. <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Okay. Should we, we should listen. probably stop. Yeah. Okay. So, before, you, so you have. Before the, we get in a lot of trouble. She had a tw- 12 disciples, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Where's Tarantino in this list? Oh, yeah. he, did he make the cut? She's an antichrist. Is it Judas? <laughs> is it Judas in your he book? Might, he might be like, yeah. or like Peter, like the guy who was like Paul and Peter. Isn't aren't they the same person? Yeah, like Saint Paul and he, Peter. I no, Peter. Into, I don't want to have this discussion. <laughs> Paul and Saul. That's who I'm thinking of. 
Because he's, you know, he's he's good sometimes, but other times I'm like, man, why why you got to be that way? Okay, moving on. Did Morgan Freeman play God though in Bruce Almighty? Yeah, he did. He was a good one. He's a good God. Do you like that transition there? I did. That brings us to our movie today. <laughs> hey, real quick, since it's Christmas, it's Christmas time in the city, um, and Jeff. I got a question to ask you. What is, what's your favorite movie based on a board game? <laughs> Jumanji. That's Jeff. Ryan. No, that, that, that counts. That was Brad who that, answered Brad, a question to me. Does that count though? Really? Yeah. Uh, oh, that was, I think you meant um, like. I was going to say Jumanji, but I, th- I feel like. Hmm. I feel like Ryan's looking for deep cuts. Uh, I have one for you. Can I answer for you again? Go ahead. Clue. Oh, oh, that's a pretty good one. That's actually a better one. I didn't. I didn't think about that. What Mer- is this? Merry Christmas, Jeff. Oh man, Ryan just got me Christmas present. It's a. It's a board game of your favorite board game from a movie. Oh shit! <laughs> oh no! Oh <laughs> my bad. <laughs> I didn't think I was gonna get it. And then, yeah. uh, and then <laughs> Ryan got me a Jumanji board and game. And then Brad, I got this for you. What's your What's your favorite movie about ro- robots? My favorite movie about robots? Transformers: Fallen to the Rise of the Dark King, or something. What's the, my? F- well, I mean, robot jocks, but yeah, open up your present. But I love RoboCop. Uh, that's a pretty. Good that's like one. probably my f- all-time oh my favorite God. robot movie. It's a life-size robot or Terminator. Robot. Oh, sorry guys, I left the price tags on your presents. I didn't mean to. Six dollars, <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> you think I'm worth six dollars? <laughs> 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 It's more than man. I <laughs> Thanks, dude. It's called Battle Buddies. <laughs> it Battle was, Buddies. It looks like what I imagine Robot Jocks looks like. Oh man, this is so cool. He's just gonna. Hey, man. So now you can have game night at your house and invite people over. I'm gonna I'm gonna put some of that spice spicy X. What is it? Spice clone on. Oh, that hot spice. Hot spice. I ran out of cologne. I used it the other day. Hey. <laughs> Hey, after we're done here, anyone want to play Battle Buddies with me? Yeah, dude. <laughs> dude. Oh, man. man. So we'll have to post photos of these for all of our <laughs> listeners out there. So wait, is it an actual Jumanji board game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you find this? Uh, both these? Yeah. My my favorite store in the whole world. Family Dollar. Yes, sir. <laughs> Why Family Dollar over like Dollar Tree? So Dollar Tree actually owns Family Dollar. But everything's not a dollar, so you get better stuff at Family Dollar. Yeah, it's more expensive, right? Yeah, because it can be over the dollar threshold. Look at that! What is that? What is it? I don't know. It looks like oh, it's a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it white? It's gray. White enough. Hey. <laughs> Ed. Cool. Thanks, dude. Of course. Well, well I know, I know that we're gonna do a Christmas episode too, but. This movie's Christmas theme. This is can one I keep, of the Christmas episodes. Can I keep my the bag? Yeah. Okay. You, you mean you mean your wrapping paper? Of yeah. course. <laughs> Wait, I want to trade you, Jeff. What'd you get? <laughs> you got Shop Local. Yeah, man. I don't even know where I got that. Shop Local Texas. That's legit. Kind of stinks. Yeah. <laughs> the bag stinks. Yeah, I don't know why either. It's made in California, though. That's really funny. Hey. Wow. I'm excited to play this. 
I'm excited about these. these got I got some warm-up beers for us today. Adventure beware. Adventurers beware. Do not begin unless you intend to finish. Hey, when I, when I bought that, the guy said, the guy that was checking me out was like, um, yeah, he said, checking you hey, out? he was like, Make sure and you make sure and be careful when you play that game. And I started laughing really hard because it's like, what well, you know, you get the reference. So yeah, I love Jack Black and Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, not Robin the same. Williams. Is that not the same movie? <laughs> it's supposed to be. It is. Is it? I don't it's know. I never saw it. I haven't seen it, but yeah. it's supposed to be the second. You know, first time I saw Jumanji, I thought Kevin Hart was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, hey, what do you guys think? Right. By the way, what are you guys thinking of all this uh, Oscar drama? Like, who's going to host the Oscars? You I know. know. You know what I think? I told you guys what I think. You don't You don't like it? Hashtag Spicy Boys hosts the Oscars. Dude, it's... We will host our own. They can we'll like, have our own they Oscars. Can just, if they don't want to pay for us to go out there, we can just, like, Skype us in. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we'll do it Skype from the in. studio. In yeah, just 20. <laughs> Get us, put us, like, just have a robot there with our faces uh-huh. on it. We're real family friendly too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so friendly, so friendly, family friendly. <laughs> but yeah, there, there's I'm a so lot of drama because they actually hired Kevin Hart to do it. Yeah, and then the tweets, came, his his kind of bad tweets came out. And What's then wrong were, with that? He said some pretty messed up stuff, Jeff. Kevin Hart. That's yeah. What happens when you make three hundred million a year? Yeah, I don't know. But what he made it. it, it like, like, like it was some like, jokes that he made like a long time ago, though. Okay, and then See, they think, asked I, him to apologize about it, and he wouldn't do it. So then, <laughs> so then they were like, "Yeah, we're not gonna like, let what, you." Like, what, um, it just, was very homophobic. Uh, I didn't see this. I was I was on. Okay, um, I'm not f- I'm not defending the guy. I'm not saying homo homophobia. Okay, how long was this though? How, I mean, how long ago? It was like. I don't know, 2009 maybe, so probably like 10 almost 10 years ago. Was it on a was it a stand-up thing he did or No, it was a tweet that he sent out. Was it like Was it really like was it hate? Or was it comedy? It was attempted comedy, but it was pretty like pretty rude. See, I don't know. See, that's how I look at it. It yeah. depends if it's like attempted, yeah, if it's a comedy and it's supposed to be comedic. Well, it just it wasn't very like it wasn't very. I have to see it. I need to read yeah. it. For lack of a better term, it wasn't a very like woke statement to make. Like you, he 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 wasn't really even trying to be like understanding of a situation. He yeah. just kind of. Well, he's on top, man. He's on the top right now. He, he probably he's saying, "Hey, man, don't tell me what to do." Yeah, exactly. But I'm just surprised why that came out now instead of him when he was doing all these big movies. Well, well, I think they probably had, but. You know, now when when you get like a bigger job like that, there's people that will like just comb through your old tweets to yeah. find something to like kind of. It's like being flag a politician, your bosses. man. Exactly. As soon as you do anything like that, and yeah, like, that's when nobody wants to host the Oscars uh-huh. this year. They don't even have a host yet. What if we change? Like we do our own thing. Like we we start our own award show that's just as good, and we just honor each other. How do we do that? We um, just show up, get a yeah, venue, say yeah. We could the Spice X Awards. We could do the the uh, the Scoot in. There you go. What if we just just get everyone on board? You know, find someone cool to host it. Get a nice, uh, you know, who would we have host it? Get a nice ballroom at the Radisson. Yeah, if it's gonna be here in Austin, we got to find someone that's local. You know, like Willie Nelson. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. What? I'd be what easy. if we got Beto to <laughs> host it? <laughs> that's so so odd. He need, I mean, he, he'd be great. Yeah. He's got. Lo- I don't know if it's good. He's to have got a lot of free time, so. <laughs> 
maybe I gotta read more through this Oscar thing or I gotta I gotta uh, I gotta read that tweet also shout out to uh, my buddy Luke Town who's in town Luke Towns is in town he's a he's a he's a quiet quiet host on the sidebar host this today he's our uh, quality control right now works up in Oklahoma City came down for the week before Christmas, going to hang out, go to a few shows, see a few things around Austin. We're going to try to go, go see a movie at the Draft House. Oh, yeah? All, all the what good movie? stuff. Are you going to do Vox Lux is what I think uh, we're going to go see, which you get, I'm pretty excited about. What about food? I know you guys are going to do beer, so. Yeah. What, yeah. what about food, though? We went to Mi Madre's last night. Okay. Nice. What about barbecue? Anything? Ooh, I haven't decided yet, but I, I kind of want to go down to Salt Lake. Yeah. Is there any, got, Salt is Lake's good, always the any best. Any good barbecue place. in Oklahoma? We got head, head country. <laughs> I would, There's, yeah, Oklahoma barbecue is like, it's fine. So what, yeah. so like, what's Oklahoma known for food-wise? If you, if you had to pick something. Anything? Hominy. What is that? <laughs> it's like big corn. Brahms, yeah, that's What's, true. Brahms is like what a, are these words? You're, Brahms are, is a. It's kind of like a. It's a burger. Like it's like a restaurant, and they have burgers and they got yeah, ice cream and stuff like I know that. What you're talking about? They're, they're, like they started in Oklahoma, okay. so there's tons of them all over the place. Brahm, how's the beer? You've probably talked about this, but how is the beer scene in Oklahoma? It's actually pretty good. Like, but when I when I originally left, there was like no local breweries in Oklahoma, and now they've they've popped up everywhere. Seems like quite a few. I mean, uh, everywhere I thought it was here you starting go. to take yeah. it. You know, we went from. I'm going to uh, do a Mark Cuban on you. You should open your own brewery in Pawnee, in, in Pawnee Oklahoma. That would be a horrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should do that. It's yeah. a horrible idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was testing you. You passed. Um. Yeah, because yeah. who, who would go to it if there's only 2,000 people? That's right. By the, they put a big jail in Pawnee, too. Rhino Brew. Rhino Brew. I like that. See? You do a white ale. A white, <laughs> a white rhino ale. The white ale. God. <laughs> you could do the poacher. The poacher, the hunted. The poacher blonde. The ghost in the darkness. Then you have a double IPA called... Mm. Um, diesel. Ah, see. <laughs> well, I'm thinking of one. You got one. You got one. They got. You got one. No. no, no, I'll come back. We'll have a a blonde ale. It'll be called a Greta Gerwig. <laughs> you just want one. Yeah. <laughs> you just make your own beer like that. <laughs> yeah, you. I could do it like out of my own house, like in my bathtub. You want to do? I want to do like bathtub gin. Does anybody do that anymore? Bathtub what? Gin. Gym? Gin. Gin. Why? why? Gin? Gin. G-I-N. Why, wait, why does that have to be gin? And I don't know. That's like the phrase, though. If you've ever heard like somebody talk about really bad gin, they talk about bathtub gin. Huh. And it's because back in the day, like prohibition days, like in the cities and stuff, people would make gin like in their bathtub. They would just like, I don't know how they made it, but I was like, is anybody making bathtub gin anymore? Because if they're not, I want to start. But do you like gin? No. Yeah, I was gonna say like why gin over, because that's like what moonshine. The, what the saying is, I guess. I, I was just wondered because I'm like, who drinks gin that's not mixed? 
Like straight. Who drinks My gin? dad. <laughs> he drinks gin straight? Straight up gin. And then there's your... Over uh, whiskey? Target audience. Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> there's your target audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you need to ask him. Speaking of bathtub gins... Um, this movie... <laughs> You want to talk about this? So I, so I've got a warm up beer for us now that we're drinking this uh, uh, Brooklyn Winter Lager. I'm not having one. Well, you can have one if you you want me to get you one. Right I'll now? go get it. Yeah. Would you mind bringing? Well, if you're gonna do LM. that, can you go ahead and grab the little four pack too? Thank you, Brad. Um, yeah. What did you think? You, you watched the movie? Yeah. Had you seen it before? Nope. Man, I'm really excited to talk about this. I feel like it's it's very fresh right now. I feel like it's one of those movies that like you you see, you see it and you see it advertised and you're like, oh, I I kind of know what this is gonna be. Yeah, but little did you know. Here's the thing: I didn't really watch the trailer. I just went. I oh, just, did you? I just I uh ooh so I I watched it on Netflix right, and uh uh. So when you log into Netflix. Mm-hmm. It's all black and white because of the Roma thing. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, have you have um, you seen that yet? No. What? So when you log in the Netflix now, it's like the the main screen's all in black and white because they're doing an advertisement for that new Roma movie that just came out yeah. like yesterday. Alfonso Cuarón's new film. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just thinking. I because I I watched the movie last night, mm-hmm. um, and I went to Netflix to watch it, and I didn't pay attention. I guess. Yeah. It's all so everything's in black and white. All the mm-hmm. listening, everything's black and white. I need to check it out because I didn't catch. I didn't catch my eye, but I don't remember everything being black and white last night, which I'm excited for. Maybe you have an for, outdated yeah. Netflix. Have you Roma? Have you not seen it yet? No. Oh man, I'm, I'm I saw a, it at the uh, New York the film festival up there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was amazing. It's really good. I think Happy's Lazaro is better though, and it's on Netflix too. All these movies. Well, I do have to say, I'm going to try to make a list of movies before the holiday mm-hmm. and just binge watch. Yeah. Hey, hey speaking of binge watching, mm-hmm. can we talk about what we're going to do here coming up in the January? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to uh, we're going to uh, the first Spicy Boys movie marathon. Got you a ticket too, Jeff. You didn't respond to the text message. I <laughs> bought one for you anyways. <laughs> so you can go if you want to. There's a Jeff Goldblum mystery oh, movie. That, mar- yeah, marathon. That. yeah, it was in the text chain. Is it January? Yeah, January like 20th. You be around? It's okay. Hey, man. If you don't want to sit through 440 minutes of Jeff Goldblum, you don't have to. You don't have to. I think. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I'll to do it. Out. I know I have two gigs in January and it's either 17th or the 20th we'll skype you in yeah <laughs> skype face, you in for the whole thing facetime me but yeah so they're gonna pick a bunch of different jeff goldblum movies i'm pretty excited about it though yeah man uh um, i lo- i don't know that there's a jeff goldblum movie that i can think of that i don't like i'm what what you want me to start popping some off i tried because last night without looking anything up i was trying to think of some and i can only See, think of a few um the buckaroo bonsai movie mm-hmm. which is insane but it's great got jurassic world yeah tra- or jurassic park and yeah jurassic all park of the two. jurassic yes all the jurassic park movies you've got the big chill mm-hmm. you've got the life aquatic with steve zizu you've got royal tenenbaums 
You've got um, uh, the big chill. The fly? Is he in the fly? the fly? He was in the fly. Um, uh, Thor Ragnarok. I was gonna say, wasn't he in one of the Marvel movies? Recently? Yeah, yeah. I can't Thor remember Ragnarok. Was, yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. That's what I was wondering because I was trying to think. Four four hundred forty minutes is roughly what, like seven hours plus. So you're looking at three to four movies. I think they said four movies. Yeah. So yeah. So I was trying to figure out like which ones they would be, but yeah. Is he, you, th- you think he's gonna be there? I hope. I don't know. I really don't. Or do you get? Do you get like? I mean, I didn't think Nick Cage was gonna show up, and he did. So do you get anything? Like, is there things for sale that revolve around that, or is it just the movie? I, I don't know. They said that there's gonna be surprises. Like for the Nick Cage ones, they all they get at the end. They gave. Um, well, you guys have seen him. My whiskey glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the engraved whiskey glasses with like the you know the name of the the fest and everything. So uh, that's what I was asking. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so we're gonna do that. I haven't sat through a, that long of a screening. It's fun though, you know. It's it's one of those things that like when you when you start out, you're like, wow, this is a lot, you know. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but the way they do it is it, it is kind of fun. Like the, they program it so that you know you don't get burned out really. It's not even, yeah, I was just more thinking about, like, are there breaks in between? Oh, yeah. Like each 10, 15 movie, minute breaks? Yeah, and everybody goes outside and walks around. And, you know, the good thing about being a draft house, too, is that you can um, eat. Which draft you house? You can eat. And, <laughs> South Lamar? Yes. Uh, yeah, it's at South Lamar. I was just going to ask you, so you just pretty much buy their food the whole time? Yeah. I oh, mean, man. there's nothing else that you can buy, so. Yeah, that's what I meant. So I should just be prepared to feast. Drop drop a little, little cash. Uh, yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty normal, but. Oh man! Yeah. Oh yeah. That's your guys' Christmas present too. Oh thanks. Yeah. Merry Xmas. Oh okay. Thanks. Yeah. Man. Such a good man. Thanks, guys. Hey, let's talk. Let's talk about the one of the greatest gifts of all. Todd Haynes gave it to us. (laughs) Little movie called Carol. Todd Phillips for a (laughs) second. I almost. (laughs) I didn't know where he was going with it. Oh, uh, that would have been bad. Yeah. And you're rocking some swag today. I like it. It's like Criterion Collection shirt. Yep. Yeah. I always think it's Comedy Central. Why? I don't know why. Why, why would I ever wear not... a Comedy Central shirt? Yeah. If he's wearing a shirt that you don't know what it is, it's a, it's usually a distribution yeah. company or something like that. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yeah. If if I'm not wearing an A24 shirt, you'll see me with the Criterion Collection shirt on. Yeah. Sorry. I, was, I had thought I almost bought you a shirt the other day. What was it? I'm trying to remember what it was. A23? No. <laughs> A25. <laughs> One better than A24. It's a, boot, it's a bootleg. I'll figure it out. Okay. I've had a lot of gifts on my mind, but I found a shirt and I was like, oh, I'm going to get this. But it said it was like three weeks before it would ship. Uh, isn't that a bummer whenever you find something online and you're like, ooh, that'd be a good Christmas present. And you're like, well, it's going to be you know mid-January before you get it. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what it was. I don't know. I'll think about it and tell you later. But anyway, so anyways, so a movie we're talking about today is none other than Carol. Carol. Starring Kate Blanchett and Rooney Mara, probably two of the greatest actresses of our time. Directed by Todd Haynes. Cinematographer Ed Lockman, who does all of Todd Haynes' stuff. What uh, what year was this? 2015? 15. Yeah, nominated for it was um, so the you know who did the score for it was Carter Carter Burwell. Hmm. 
I like the score on it. Oh, it was great. Yeah. He also did uh, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I got to see that. Oh, yeah. man, it's a good people, one. It looks yeah, funny, people man. People have been bugging oh, me so about fun. that. But I'm really excited to hear what you guys think about this movie because I saw the movie in theaters the year it came out. I was in Houston. I was at the River Oaks Cinema. Got to see it on the big screen out there. It's a really cool old theater. I think yeah. it's over like 100 years old and they've been playing movies forever and it's just it's it's like one of your classic kind of theaters but and i just have loved it and then i've rewatched it several times and, and i think every time i watch it it gets better i've only seen it once and it's very fresh in my mind mm-hmm. um what uh what'd you pair you know, with so i well i to start out and to kind of warm up i got the brooklyn winter lager and the reason I did that is we got New York City. I mean, this movie set in New York City during Christmas. It kind of combines both. I know Brooklyn's not technically. Well, I think it's part of New York City, isn't it? It's like a suburb. Post. It's post. I would just say, what, yeah, I'd just say New York City. I think it's, would, you, yeah. would you say it's post World War Two? Uh, yes. Nineteen fifty. I was gonna say yeah because it's in the fifties and yeah. I think I think World the movie the takes place in the winter of nineteen fifty four. In the spring of 1955 is like that's exactly when the whole story takes place um the the beer that i chose to pair with this today is by uh anchor Ooh, brewing look at this um it's out of san francisco it's called merry christmas happy new year anchor <laughs> brewing i'm gonna say right now our this special is, ale this is one of my favorite uh, bottle so far. Oh, I, I when I, really I like this, I was honestly gonna do the Brooklyn Winter Lager as the the pair the beer pairing for the movie, uh-huh. and then I saw this and I was like, "This is Carol in a bottle." That's yeah. that's a really well done like Christmas beer. Oh, it's beautiful. Like the bottles. I don't, I've never seen this it's most. Well, be- I've seen the most beautiful bit, Christmas beer I've ever seen in my life. I like this yeah. really a lot. You guys remember Thank that you. that beautiful Christmas tree scene where Kate Blanchett's picking out the. The Christmas tree and Rooney Mars taking photos over. Yeah, hold on, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> he was over. <laughs> I want to do it. Um, I just I want to say one thing here in a second about just something that happened in a scene that I was just curious about. But uh, let's go ahead and do this beer. Okay. So everybody out there, if you're uh, listening on to the Spice Boys podcast, want to drink along, celebrating the holidays a little bit, you relax at home. Why don't you go ahead and pop that top? Crack a cold one with the spicy boys. Luke, you gotta. That's yours. <laughs> if you want it, if Luke's you want an it. honorary. If, if you don't like it, it too late. If you don't, if you don't like it, you don't have to drink it. Let's take. All right, here we go. Okay. What kind of beer is this again? It's a. It's an ale. Yeah. So this is a 44th annual our special ale ale from the brewers at Anchor. It is sold only from early November to mid January. The ale's recipe is different every year, as as is the the hand drawn tree on the label. Oh. But the intent which with which we offer it remains the same. Joy and celebration of the new. 
ness of life. Since ancient times, trees have symbolized the winter solstice when the earth with its seasons appears to appears born anew. Our tree for 2018 is a Korean pine which flourishes in a picturesque botanical garden north of San Francisco. So, for those San Francisco peeps out there. This is what I thought the beer would taste like, based on the hand-drawn illustration of the tree. Really, this yeah. is kind of what I picked. A lot of t- like the last few beers we've had, I feel like they've caught me off guard, mm-hmm. especially that Founders we had last episode. But Sweet. I like it. This is nice. This is very festive. It's got some holiday spice in there. You can kind of tell. Mm-hmm. I do like it though. It's, it's very, it's, it's clean and very elegant. Yeah, and I like that. That's well. That's what I was kind of going for. I was like, man, I really kind of want because, like, the one of the things about Carol is that like Carol herself is like, man, she's kind of like the tip top of the financial ladder. You know, she's driving around in fancy cars, intimidating. Yeah, she's like Meryl Streep in a way. In a way, I wouldn't yeah. say as intimidating as Meryl Streep usually plays. I almost put yeah. or who she well, is, but I almost put Kate Blanchett almost up there with Meryl Streep. Not quite, that. not quite, yeah, but it's. I get you. Yeah, she's like right, right up there. Man, mm. her hair is always perfect. Every, yeah. every episode, or every scene in that movie, I'm like, man, people yeah. had to really take care of their hair back then. Oh, one of the things that I always thought fun it was funny about that movie is, man, they really made their like. Everybody's always been like, hey, Rooney Mara kind of looks like Audrey Hepburn. And I feel like for oh, this yeah. movie, they were like, we are going to exploit that to no end. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I felt like I was watching like almost like a Breakfast at Tiffany's, you know, type of play. Well, do you guys want to go ahead and do log lines? I mean, never, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling a little spicy. Hey, that's it's not even that. All right. It's even since it's your three. movie. You get to pick who goes first. Who, who, yeah. Let's do Brad go first. Perfect. Oh man! All right. Um. There we go. Nope not not twenty minutes. <laughs> Thirty seconds. Ready? I think. <laughs> go. Um. Set in the early nineteen fifties, New York City. A young aspiring photographer oh. and store clerk falls in love with a very successful married woman and find themselves taking a trip. Five seconds. To experience the love they have for each other while going through uh, <laughs> the turmoil of a divorce. Oh, <laughs> the D word. Uh, I tried. I wanted to explain That's good. more. That's one of your best ones yet. That was pretty good. I really yeah, thought about yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jeff, do you want to go next? Don't think, just do. Don't think, just do. Just do it, like Nike said. Uh, here we go. You guys want to hear like a, a, a bunch of words that don't make sense? <laughs> here you go. Three, two, one, go. Store clerk... Like that falls in love with a uh, rich old lady. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not old. <laughs> I mean, older, yeah. older woman, and she struggles to well, both struggles to find their identity. I like that. That and is good. They take a road trip. 
The 30 second thing's great. It really forces you to make a decision. It's like, I'm just going with like I facts that I see in a movie. All right. Looking for identity. And it's like a real trip. All right. Here's Ryan's Christmas Carol. Boom. Yeah. Get that? I got it. It's Christmas. Yeah. 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 So, and the movie's called Carol. All right. Here we I go. get you. Go. All right. When two people in 1950s New York fall in love during Christmas. They find out the true cost it takes to have true love that goes against the grain of modern society. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> I couldn't figure out how to say that. You're done? Yeah, I'm done. Oh, man. I couldn't figure out how to say that exactly. All right. I wish we had an Oscar right now. I'll hand it to you. <laughs> we can do a, a, um, a logline Oscars at the end of the year. Yeah. We could like go back and transcribe all of them and then vote on which yeah. is the best one. Well, just real quick. Oh, no, you have yeah. to say the logline. I yeah. mean, I I have seen that movie like probably seven times okay. now. Yeah. Well, I watch, it's fresh go. in my mind, so I... All right, here we go. An aspiring photographer... <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> ...develops an intimate relationship with an older woman... In 1950s New York. Oh, man. So, just... I mean, Ryan, you have the best one. <laughs> but, with our, you know, abiding by our rules, since... That was IMDB? You get a point. Yeah. <laughs> you get a point and for you get aspi- a point. aspiring photographer. And I get a point for older woman. You do. But you do get a point for... Did you say Intimate? I don't think so. Wait, wait, say it again. What was it? An aspiring photographer develops an intimate relationship with an older woman. You said older woman. I did. You get a point. So we all get yeah. Okay. I like how we're writing this on a point system now. <laughs> well, well, we got to figure out some way to like yeah. actually start having a win. Yeah. Okay. I did think about it beforehand. So I was like, because I wanted to figure out, do I classify her as a, um, a store clerk or a photographer? Right. I mean, uh, that's kind of like what? What do you describe yourself as? I mean, multiple things, <laughs> but multi hyphenate. Uh, so, Kate, Kate Blanchett does she, uh, is she? What is her role? Like, she have, she have a job? Nah, man. Right? Her she, she just makes those money moves. So that's what. Yeah. So I was like, what does she? Yeah, she's she a stay at home mom. Yeah, she's. That's what I got from it. Yeah. So, what did Cal Chandler do? Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler know. played just Kyle had, Chandler in that yeah. movie. Yeah, he Dude, did. I, I so... You, you want to talk about doing a, a, a movie marathon with an actor? Kyle Chandler would be my first pick. He really upped his game with that that last movie we watched, First Man. Oh, Before, so you got First Man, you've got Manchester by the Sea, you've got Carol, you've got Spectacular Now. He's in all those movies. Yeah. Godzilla? Wasn't he in the last Godzilla movie? And he's in the new one coming up too. Man, he's he's killing it. From coming from like, well, I mean, he did other stuff, but Friday Night Lights. That's what I always knew him as is Friday Night Lights. And then he just stepped up his game, man, over the years. But Coach, what's his last name in that show? I actually only watched a few episodes. I, I don't know. <laughs> so, I'm really bad saying that. Um, I know a lot of people that work with so that. So yeah, um, Kate Blanchett, Rudy Mara, Cal Chandler, Sarah Paulson, Jake Lacey. I mean, young Jim from The Office. Mm-hmm. Carrie Brownstein, 
Mm-hmm. I was surprised about that. Wait, wh- what's his name? Young Jim from The Office? I don't know. What was uh, it? Um, Lacey. He, he, it's really quick. I was going to say this. Jake Lacey. I just watched a movie called Inheritance on Netflix. It's a mm-hmm. Christmas movie with him. Is he good? No, not at all. Okay. Don't watch it. I just want to give you guys a warning. Do are, you, watch you, are you big on the? Are you, you and Sarah pretty big on the uh, Hallmark Christmas movies? I mean, I can watch a Hallmark Christmas movie if I need, but her, you know, family was in town. They wanted oh, to watch okay. it. Pretty, pretty rough. Yeah, pretty rough. Now I feel like a lot of people out there love that movie. Mm. Yeah, but just, just, give um, you, just give you a heads up. <laughs> it's all over Netflix right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pass. But uh, I'd rather watch Carol about ten yeah. times. In a row, to I watch mean, Carol's. I don't know. It's such a. It's it's different from. It's it, everything's so subtle with this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, everything's so subtle, like the flirtation. I mean, yeah, from like flirtations and just all the build up and mm-hmm. um, cinematography. Um, there's some weird, well, not weird, but just some that I've, I've never seen camera moves that that they've used. Um, it looks like. Um, they're zooming in and um, almost matching another shot. I don't know. It's weird. Mm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you have I'm, to show me a yeah. What scene you're they did quite about. a few times. Oh. Yeah, it's almost like when you're when you're making it look like a long take, but you're 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 stitching two sh- shots together. Mm. Hmm. That kind of stuff. But it, I mean, it's not it's not, it's not a long take. It's just. Yeah. I think that was because there was a lot in those those shots there they played a lot with like mirrors and reflections mm-hmm. and also like clouds yeah. or like cloudiness or like you know like the, the one of my favorite shots is just that that beginning scene where she's riding in the taxi with that guy yeah and the the window is all fogged up and there's raindrops all over it and it, it's it's not like it's not like a perfect shot of her but you can tell that there's like something that's like on her mind and you just don't know and I, I love how that movie begins and ends and yeah. it's on the basically the same scene mm-hmm. where at the beginning you see like oh like it doesn't look like anything strange like you know there's like something weird but you're like you have no idea and then you see this whole journey what got them to there yeah and now you're it's like heartbreaking because you're like oh man like they can't they can't even say what they want to right now yeah because of society yeah yeah. Well, yeah and that's what I was trying to get across in the log line I just couldn't think of it <laughs> yeah because that's like the most I mean one of the more important so things with basically the 50s Kate Blanchett's character is going through a well in, in the beginning it's not a divorce but it kind of develops to that and she, you know she's just not happy with having the uh, companionship of a man and she finds it um, with a uh, store clerk mm-hmm. who loves train sets, aspiring photographer, cool. aspiring photographer. I think so, she got a. I think she got a um a Leica. Yeah, for her. Was that the career. second camera? Right. It looked I like a Leica. It looked so. like a Leica. Yeah, I think the second one was like. A, I actually paid attention to the camera. Oh, I know. I, was like, oh, oh, yeah. I actually looked up that the other camera that she had at the beginning because she said it was like junk or something. She says it's like not very good. Yeah, but it's actually a really good camera. I can't remember what it's called. It's like the like the RO like C three or something. I like didn't appreciate that. though where when you, she opened the briefcase and just all the film rolls just like laying there. Like it's not even all secure. That's yeah, it's realistic. Uh, yeah, it's just like God. an empty, solid um, suitcase, man, you know, or whatever that was. But the, it, one thing that was interesting was uh, Sarah was watching it with me, and uh, there's the scene 
when um, she's playing piano and Kate Blanchett's sitting mm-hmm. on the ground. Um, I think it's before uh, rapping Kyler, presents. Kyle Chandler shows up. Yeah, and she had her shoes off. Remember, and he shows up, and she's it's yeah. the first scene that they introduce each other. Um, Sarah, because uh, you know how elegant she is, and uh, you can tell her, you know, she's upper class. So, mm-hmm. but there is a move when she's laying on the ground. I guess she gets up without using her hands. Which I didn't, I would not know this. Like, I didn't notice this, but Sarah's like, that's, she was like, did you notice how she just like lifted her body up off the ground without using hands? Like, it looked very elegant. Like, that's, that's, (laughs) like, Sarah knew in her mind, like, you, if you put your hands on the ground and push yourself up, it's just like anyone doing it. You're white trash. Mm. But yeah, but she did it very, like, (laughs) I don't know what, like, like, Uh, there's so much time that's, so much time that's put into, like, like, you know, what a detail in production design. Oh yeah. Um, well, the movie wasn't well, even shot in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't. No, it was shot. Kidding in, me? Uh, no, it was like shot in where was it? Um, like Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. Well, son of a. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which is like because when, whenever I went to New York, I was so old Henry. I was like, hey, I want to go to some of the places from Carol, and he was yeah. like, oh, they didn't shoot that, and I was like, what? <laughs> you know what? This movie reminds me of Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The, you know they came out in the same year too. Oh, uh, kind of muted colors, I mm-hmm. guess. More like I mean, just the details, production design from 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 the cars, Cincinnati. Costumes, uh, well, shot in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. huh? To like the lipstick, nail polish, yeah. all that stuff. It's, it's subtle, but you know, it's it's God, and those colors, the yeah. colors in that movie, all shot on sixteen millimeter. Yeah. By the way, oh wow. Really? Mm-hmm. 16 millimeter, huh? They wanted to make every frame look like a photograph. The movie was really, really heavily inspired by like three different photographers. And I mean, that was the whole idea behind the movie is that you're like basically seeing like a photographic res- representation um, of all their stuff. One thing I appreciate about this one scene well, we all have camera. I mean, we, we all shoot cameras and stuff, but that scene mm-hmm. where she's taking. Uh, Carol's photo while she's picking out the tree. Mm-hmm. So she put up the camera, right? Then she was about to hit, uh, uh, um, press the shutter. Yeah, and she stopped and like checked her settings. Oh, I know. Like if you're begin, if you're a beginner photographer, there's no way you have the setting already set. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Yeah. And um, one thing that I found really interesting, which I didn't know until this time. So you remember the scene where they're all in the movie theater? And they're sitting up in the projection booth watching it for free. Yeah, and, yeah uh, the- so the movie that they're playing is um, is uh, Sunset Boulevard. Boulevard, mm-hmm. and the whole the scene where that is playing in the movie is a scene where like the two main characters are talking to each other and the whole like character arc of Sunset Boulevard is a movie starts out and they're both just lying to each other. Like constantly, mm. and it isn't until the end of the movie that they're act- they're actually able to like tell each other what they actually mean, and that's kind of the character arc of Carol as well, which I thought was kind of interesting. Oh. It's like they can't really say what they really mean at first, so yeah, they no. kind of like tiptoe around each other. It's it's very subtle, like the um, the just how they Carol would flirt with the uh, um, Therese. Therese. Yeah. Um, I mean, they they didn't even 
uh, they they didn't kiss until like almost midway from the road trip. Yeah, um, it's this huge buildup. Um, good. I, no, I think it was a buildup, but it wasn't as big of a buildup as yeah. I, I thought. It wasn't like I think there was tension there, and you knew it was going to happen. Mm. They didn't make this. I mean, yeah, the scene. I just feel like when it happened, it yeah. was very realistic for me it wasn't like this big scene that you know they finally like music yeah. cues in and no. all that it's just very like subtle like yeah i mean they just stopped at places along the way yeah it wasn't like one place that they were like in, sitting down on a bench and it was just like really romantic it was just kind of like a hotel room yeah or motel whatever i don't, I don't know. know i didn't i didn't the, think the, it was this big build up until like it's through the scene. um almost uh, well it, it was all uh, uh, for me, I, 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 it, it seemed like it was, it was told through, you know, the eyes of Therese the entire time, because I mean, man, she, yeah, like I said, she's been, she's been struggling to find, I mean, if she likes girls or guys, and, and but I felt like when she met Carol, she's so um, just vulnerable that. I feel like Carol kind of, kind of saw that, mm. and I mean that that dinner scene. I mean, I, I've well acting wise, it's amazing because I felt the I felt Rooney's uh, state of being uncomfortable on that dinner scene, mm. and she's looking everywhere, and and you know she ordered the same thing. Yes, yeah. She mm. smoked a cigarette, which I don't think she smoked a cigarette before then. So I was like, I don't think she smoked cigarettes. I think she's just doing no. this to to, to, to impress, impress her, yeah, yeah, this old woman. And the age, and you feel the age difference. Yeah, the, the mm. age gap between them. Yeah. Then she asked, like, "What are you doing Sundays?" She's like, "Oh, nothing particular. What do you do on Sundays?" Oh, nothing. Um, you know, maybe you can visit me in the countryside. And she's like, "Oh, she asked, like, would you would you would you, would you like to visit me?" Like, no hesitation. Yeah, she said. You're a strange one, you are. And yeah. she looked, her look in her face of embarrassment. Yeah, and that's the thing too is it's almost like they don't they don't like explicitly say okay these people are like absolutely in love, like you you don't really get that right away. It kind of builds to that. Yeah. But one <laughs> of the and like there's a few comments that get dropped off along the way where like her friendship with Sarah Paulson too. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, well, they obviously had a thing at some point. <coughs> yeah. But which they addressed, then, right? Yeah. They, yeah. They addressed that. And then Kyle Chandler is like, he, he makes that comment whenever they're at that party where he's like, everybody just falls in love with you as soon as they see you. Yeah. And so for a while, it's almost like this thought of like, what if Carol's just like, she's just like, all these people just fall in love with her and she's just kind of manipulative of it, you know? And it doesn't matter who it is. She's just, but then like once you see like what Carol's willing to go through, yeah, for this one, and even Sarah Paulson's character is like, you know, you're you're very special. You're a very special yeah. person. Like that's what it's it's fascinating. It's it almost makes it like, it almost makes like they both had as much. They were both like sacrificing as much for the other one, you know. Like Rudy yeah. Mario is like sacrificing this guy that she had that was like, you know, willing to move her to France and all this stuff. And she's like, <laughs> I'm not gonna go. Let's let's go to France and let's get married. 
There, <laughs> She's like, no. Nah. There, there was a there I'm was a talking. I'm cool. There was a scene I got really confused on, and it made more sense at the very end of the scene. Was uh, whenever it was that same scene, whenever uh, Kyle Chandler first shows up and he's drinking whiskey. Like uh-huh. she, and then, so he's outside and she's like, you're drunk. And their child's in the car, mm-hmm. right? And then she, he's like going to take her away. Mm. She's like, you're drunk. And then he starts to get in the car. I'm like, man. Immediately, I was like, oh, man, the 50s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as, soon as, I, as soon as I saw that, and uh, I like in my mind, I'm like, but then I was like, but no, like I can see how protective of a mother she is. I'm like, she would never, like that didn't didn't work for me and then she the Kyle Chandler gets in the back seat and there's a driver yeah and I was yeah. like oh yeah <laughs> I'm like an idiot but like immediately I was like oh it's the 50s I guess yeah. like, like man they just did they things drive different, the differently around. back then yeah so um I want to call it a love story I would call it like it's a story about just falling in love yeah yeah I don't I, I did not get any you know you didn't get the full the, yeah well and I think that's it it's, it's more of like more just like a period drama than you would say like a romance movie yeah. but but god it's a good but i one. do feel it's, the uh um it makes you feel things the the yearning for something but society says nope we do not accept that shit <laughs> well it's just like you know the guy that taps their rooms and stuff like that like i actually really like that character did you? I thought he played it really Dude, well. No, he did a great oh, yeah. job. As soon Tommy, as I saw Tommy Tucker, as soon as I Tommy saw him, I was like, "You son of God, bitch. that name!" Yeah, like I'm sorry, like, that name sounds like yeah, a straight porn star. But when I first saw him, I'm like, well, "I'm like <laughs> Tommy Tucker." When I first saw him, I was like, yeah, "That guy's a PI." Like yeah. I was like, "It has to be like an has to be." And then like he just like played this role, and I was like, "Whatever." And then it kind of like fizzled off. Yeah. And then as soon as I saw him again, and he's just like, "It's business." I was like, immediately, I was like, "Man, if I was that guy, like, yeah." It's just business. Yeah, yeah. like I'm just like, getting paid. So I'm glad they didn't focus on that. Like, you know yeah. what he was doing though when he said that? He was tucking his shirt in. Yeah, that's why he called him Tommy Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's classic. <laughs> Easter eggs, you know? Yep, little Easter eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what happened, right? That's that's, that's the only that's... that's the only Easter egg I know. Yeah, I bring that you know every conversation. Um, you guys the... seen Carol? You guys want to know Easter egg? <laughs> so apparently for the movie. Um, uh, Todd for every movie that he does Todd Hayden puts a um, for the cinematographer and anybody who works on the movie he puts together like a 150 page book together of photography that like that inspired him some, about yeah. the movie and he basically like makes like a whole this whole entire like storybook and then he like prints it out and gives it to people. That's cool. Yeah. That's so that, and like, like he wants everybody to go through it and like really, really understand it because he does, like he says, that's way more helpful than sitting down and talking for hours and hours at a time. They can just look through that book and say, oh yeah, this is the feeling that we're going for, which I think is really smart. Yeah. And I'd like to implement that into our project I mean, coming up. It is a visual art, so. And I'm oh, yeah. a definitely visual, yeah, like learner. So, yeah. you tell me something, man. You show me something. You show me something totally different. Yeah. Oh, I know. So. Yeah. God, what a beautiful movie, though. I feel like I could just watch that. I could. I feel like that movie could have been three hours long, and I would have been okay with it. You think so? That score and that. One thing I gotta say. One thing though, I did. I. It was the whole, um. Fact that she left um i knew i knew she was gonna fall in love with this older woman and this older woman's gonna be like see ya 
you know and that will kind of as far as the third act will just kind of this whole i mean her being stressed and depressed and just this longing for like when she called the phone and she already hung up but she's like oh i miss you i miss you um but i mean yeah i love the movie other than that it's you you thought that was just a little bit predictable? Yeah, oh yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. That's the only thing, though. Yeah, yeah. I love the uh, um, the guy that falls in love with Therese, though. He's like the little brother. Mm-hmm. I thought he was pretty funny. Wait, the guy who who kissed her at the yeah at New York Times? Uh huh. Yeah. God, that that horny little dog. <laughs> He's like trying to kiss her. She said. I shouldn't do this. I should leave. It's like, well, come back tomorrow. No, maybe not. Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Anything. Anything. Just do whatever day works. <laughs> Man, I, I want to see more of her photography though. They didn't really show it very much of it. I I noticed that they didn't want to focus on a lot of little like. I'm glad they didn't. And yeah, just like the dude, the investigator or whatever that guy's. Yeah, you know. I would I would have liked to seen like. Like a book of her photography from that movie, though. I wonder if that's yeah. out there somewhere. I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. You want you want to write you want to write this start, movie? Way to start the Christmas. Uh, yeah. Well, I yeah. figure it's, it's a good Christmas movie, but it's also one of those movies that I feel like is kind of underseen. Uh huh. And it's on Netflix, so there's no reason yeah. not to watch it. Like yeah. it's a beautiful movie, good acting, good story, and. Awesome soundtrack. So how do you how do you want to rate this? You want to you want me to go first? Yeah. Oh, if you it's your movie, you choose. All right, I'm gonna give this movie a Carolina Reaper. Okay. Nine out of ten. And then I'm gonna give this beer a Trinidad Scorpion. Boom. I really liked it. I like Christmas beers. I think this is one of the better Christmas beers that I've had. I'm gonna flip your rating. You're giving the beer a nine and yeah, sweet. I like sweet. I like Wait, sweet so you stuff. Like, you're giving this beer a Carolina Reaper? Yeah, I really? like it. That's a. I don't. What was the last we time you gave a beer that high? I know. We we. Ha- I feel like we haven't been rating our beers. You're rating very this a Carolina Reaper? Yeah, it's that's uh, high. It, yeah? I know. Yeah. Okay. You didn't seem like when you drank it, you were just like, eh. I'm I'm sipping it. You're just like, well, relaxing. I think coming off the lager onto the beer, it's like you don't taste much at first, but once like you get sweet, more into it, sweetness. Mm-hmm. Sweet Nass. Sweet Nass. Jimmy World. Um, <laughs> okay. Then, yeah, I give the movie Train Death Scorpion. Eight out of ten. All right. Well, so, okay. So, for me, I give the the movie, I give a Trinidad Scorpion. Right now, it's 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 a nine out of ten to beer, but I don't think I can drink this every day. I couldn't. Uh, no. No. Mm. It's a good beer. Um, I don't. I drink it every Christmas, though. It's one of my favorite bottles so far. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'll give the beer. I'm gonna. Same give thing. The I'm gonna give the movie and most. the beer Trinidad Scorpion. I like okay. that. Yeah. It's pretty. It's pretty all right. I think. I think the movie. The one thing I want. I think I needed a little bit more emotion in it. Mm. I think, at times, I I do wanted it to. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it wasn't made for that. I feel like it sounds messed up, but I I I love this, you, the the struggle of, you know. Not being able to be with just another the, woman and or another man or just that whole, yeah. Yeah, the the fact that it's not it's like too stark yeah. 
crossed lovers who you know aren't meant. I, I guess I'm saying that just for the story's sake. So you have conflict and it's there's drama, but that's the only reason. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Right. On. I I just think it's. I mean, I love period pieces. Yeah. And love I think it. to you know the and I, I I like stories like that as well, which is like a, a like a love story that's like not like that's fighting against the odds. Uh huh. And to see something like that. I mean, Rudy Mara and Carol, or Kate Blanchett are so good at it. They they make you really feel that and like and understand it. And then like when you see like the repercussions of that and the way that Kyle Chandler can so easily use that mm-hmm. to get what he wants is just like, man, those are, those are some strange times, you know? Yeah, yeah. But but they man, they made that. I mean, you felt like you were there, you know. It wasn't one shot that you were like, oh, this is the, Mm-mm. I'm not watching something that happened in the 50s. Mm-mm. I know. It almost felt like a documentary, you know. I thought about that a lot, just on scenes where they had like the like exterior shots of buildings, where yeah. they have cars. I'm always like, okay, did they frame it up where they just had enough like cars in the shot? You know, because you're like, yeah. everything around you is it could probably be more modern. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty interesting. So, heck yeah. Well, boys. 47. 47. We're in heaven. You never gave us anyone for 47, by the way. I'm trying to think. Oh, um, AK-47, Andre Kirilenko, Utah Jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there I you forgot go. about Kirilenko. AK-47, <laughs> that's man. A good, that's a good one. I'm glad we did. <laughs> Dude. I think it's a good thing to end on. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess if uh, you haven't seen Carol, go watch it. It's free Netflix. on Netflix. So when I say free, most yeah. people have Netflix, so I assume. Oh, you guys, if you don't, have you guys, ask you, a friend. Have, hey, can I say something? Yeah. Have you guys seen The Haunting of Hill House? Yes. <sighs> We're going to talk about it next episode. Okay. Oh, there you go. Go. Good deal. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mike Flanagan. So good. <laughs> I guess I need to watch up by yeah. next episode. So For sure, for sure. That's it, guys. Any, right. any other closing words? Thank you for the Jumanji board game, Ryan. Of course thank you for battle buddies Merry, I, I know that i know this is i kind of stole it because this is my christmas episode but merry christmas fellas yeah. i cannot wait to be trapped in this game and come out 30 years later there you go with big beard with big beard big bearded jeff rest in peace for williams r.i.p <laughs> r.w i just watched a, a goodwill hunting again oh, almost watched it this weekend <laughs> really Man, oh, yeah. But on that, yeah. Episode forty-seven. Carol, what's the beer? Merry we, Christmas. This is uh, the special ale by Anchor Brewing. I don't think it has like an actual name. It's called our special ale. Community. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And that's it. Episode forty-seven. Thanks for listening. Go watch Carol. Drink some beer. Early Merry Christmas. But we'll be back with more Christmas. It's more fun. That's it. Spicy Boys out.